Welcome, everyone. I am so excited. This is episode number 37. This is going to be super special to me because I met this incredible lady in Santa Barbara in January. Her name's Teresa Schaefer. She's with Alex Aaron Farm. This is our first farm interview that we've ever done for the Paper Floors Collective, and we are so honored to have her here with us. Teresa, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm happy to be here. Oh, we're so excited to speak to you about your farm. It's just incredible. I The first time I've ever had my hands on your product was actually last year with Alicia Sweetie when we did LA Rose Workshop in California. Did she tell you the crazy story that we did? She did. Oh my gosh. So what happened? <laughs> was for all you didn't know they actually sent a lot of, like 900 stems something to, like wow. yes to uh the north part of seattle and alicia and i actually drove all these roses from washington state all the way to la <laughs> and let me tell you how impressed we were with your roses not only were they were just in buckets of water in like different <laughs> climates as we were going from north all the way down south of the coast and then we had to take it to caroline trans studio where we had literally had a blast she doesn't have a walk-in so we had a blast her studio with like <laughs> ac to like cool down the room it sure. was super hot in los angeles and then it was was so funny because not only were they in like really a lot of hardship, but they were out of the water for like eight hours when we were doing the installation because we did these beautiful peelers. And you know what? We didn't water to them and they lasted all day. We were so That's impressed. fantastic. The wow. students were so impressed. It was a three-day workshop. And so we literally had the roses with us for like a good seven day. And it was still amazing at the very end of yeah. the workshop. Well, and I saw photos from the workshop and they looked fantastic. The designs were incredible. So yeah, it was, it was so fun to play with your flowers and to work with them and to see all the different varieties. I was just blown, blown away. That's awesome. Yeah. The images were amazing. Mm -hmm. It was just, I, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine not having to water tube them and have them last for that long. Like I know some roses are hardy, but wow, like mm -hmm. these garden roses. Actually, Teresa, do you know what makes them unique? I'm not sure which ones you actually <laughs> gave to Quinn, but let, tell us a little bit about your garden roses. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. tell us about the farm first. Give yeah. us some okay. history. Yeah. History. Sure. We'll start, yeah. We want to hear about the roses. Because <laughs> we all love roses. Yes, we, are, we do all love roses. So we are a boutique grower garden roses, and we only grow fresh-cut garden roses for the fresh-cut market. We are located outside of Bogota in Colombia, and we're, our farm is way up high in the Andes Mountains. And the weather is stable there all year round. I would say it's between 45 and 70 degrees Fahrenheit year round. So it's just perfect, perfect weather for growing garden roses. And it's a great farm. We have a great team. And we've been around since 2005 is when our founder, Joey Azut, he was at a flower show. He had been involved in the flower industry. He was at a flower show and he happened to see David Austin had a booth set up and they were launching their first collection of fresh cut roses. Prior to then, they had always just grown the shrubs that most people are really familiar with. They had decided to launch some cut varieties. So Joey decided maybe we should try to start growing these roses and, <laughs> and see if we can make it. He had heard from florists and designers that there was a market for the roses. So he thought, let's give it a try. And he's from Colombia originally. And so he decided to try growing some roses outside of Bogota. And, you know, he started with a few varieties and it took a few years and testing other varieties from Germany and Spain and France to figure out how to grow them and 
have great vase life mm-hmm. and also how to ship the flowers all around the world. So a lot of testing and science goes into that process. And we've got a great team at the farm who work on that. I would say we tested more than 500 varieties over the next few years. And we ended up with, I believe it's 12 varieties by 2008. So a couple couple years of testing and development Mm -hmm. to get 12 varieties, which we then launched into the commercial fresh cut market. And it's just kind of grown from there. We were constantly testing new varieties. We're always looking at the color trends. We're looking at what designers are doing that helps us decide what to grow. But that's a few year process. So, you know, you might see a flower you love and we have to take it to the farm and then test it, make sure it grows in our soil at the farm, in our climate, Mm -hmm. and that we can guarantee it's going to have a great shape, a great color, hopefully a fragrance, maybe. Some of them Mm -hmm. do, some of them don't, but great base life and the ability to ship anywhere. It's a really complicated process, but we end up with a beautiful result. That's amazing. How big is the team on the farm? I would say we have about 450 people who work in the greenhouses and that's everyone from people who are tending to the flower beds, to people who are planting, to people who are, you know, helping maintain the climate in the greenhouses. And then we have office staff there. We have a huge team who works in our post-harvest area and they take the roses that have been cut and they sort them and they grade them by size and then they end up packing everything for shipment around the world. So we have a big team, I'd say, you know, under 500 people, but around that number total in the company. That's amazing. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So impressive. Yeah. I mean, so much patience goes into testing and experimenting and I'm sure when when you get new varieties, you plant them, you get really excited. Yes. And then when they bloom, you're like, oh, they're beautiful, but I'm sure there's more testing to be done before so you can much. actually release it. Um, I mean, the yes. anticipation must, it would kill me. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I want to release it so badly. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of heartbreak involved yeah. in testing oh. garden roses. You, you may go to the farm and like Quinn will experience. Um, I'm so excited. (laughs) I don't know if I just spilled the beans, but um, (laughs) as you'll see at the farm, you go and we get to see, we get to walk through the greenhouse where the trial varieties are growing and you'll see these beautiful shapes that you haven't seen before, beautiful color, tonal variations, And it's a couple year process, I would say, to test and decide if something's going to be able to be released or not. And you might fall in love with the flower and it just isn't going to have long enough face life. And it's so heartbreaking when you when you have this flower you love. <laughs> There's a flower I've been following since I started at the farm a couple of years ago. And I've seen it a few times in trial varieties. I just saw it last week when I was in Bogota and it's still there. <gasps> Yay. It's still making it through to the next round. <laughs> so I'm hopeful that one will be released maybe in 2021. I've got my fingers Yay. crossed. Can you tell us what color it is? It's, it's sort of a muted gray, brown, pink, dust. Dusty, sort of in that sort of dusty tone. Yeah. That's really popular and I think is going to continue to be really popular. It's just a very unique color, almost like coffee with a lot of creamer in it, Ooh. but with a little gray and a little pink. It's hard oh. to describe. Oh, oh my I gosh. can only imagine it probably yeah. looks different at different different stages. And yes, if it's too if it's colder, if it's warmer. It, oh my goodness. Exactly. Exactly. So I've got my heart set on that one. Hopefully oh. for oh. next year. So Yay. I'm I'm eagerly <laughs> impatiently awaiting its release. It makes can it I through. ask you you mentioned Vase Life as yes. one of the factors that you guys consider in in your testing. Yes. What is considered the I guess an acceptable base life for 
Alexandra Farm. So for us, we won't grow anything that has a base life of less than eight days. So once you get it, no matter where you are in the world, you get it home, you trim the stems, you stick it in some water. From then on, we say it has to last at least eight days in the base or we just Amazing. won't grow it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, you know, we want to we want to make sure that we're delivering good performance and mm-hmm. a long vase life because it's it's a premium product. So, mm-hmm. if you're going to get it and pay for it and put it into a design, it needs to perform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we're we're really strict as far as performability and, you know, vase life. It shows Mm-hmm. It really, really shows. I was just, I mean, I'm still in awe of your roses <laughs> and how they bloom. We got to see them at the very tight bud stage and how they opened in the several days that we were with them and the fragrance. Oh my gosh. So yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. We have some that the fragrance is just incredible and you've never smelled anything like it before. Yeah. Which one's your favorite that smells just amazing? Ooh, I would say my current favorite is Rose called Princess Miyuki. Yes. And oh, that she's is... So yeah, she's a Japanese variety. She's white. She's almost a bone white sort of color. And she has this really intense, it's almost like a licorice flavor. Mm, yeah. Um, it's, it's just, it's really beautiful. That one, if you have that in an arrangement or in a vase in your dining room, you cannot miss it. <laughs> it will, it's, mm-hmm. it's almost an overwhelming sort of fragrance when you get a whole bunch of them together. It's just, it's fantastic. Yeah. And that's what we, we miss. <laughs> yeah. And when I was in Santa Barbara in January, oh my gosh, we saw so many, I mean, it was just an overabundance of mm-hmm. beauty and it was just like all these beautiful fragrance. It was just yeah. a luxury. I think that's why people pay a lot of money to go to workshop because then they get to be surrounded by mm-hmm. all these different varieties that you really never get the chance to be. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. was the most amazing experience mm-hmm. ever. Well, yeah. that's part of why we like to support educational workshops is we want people to get our garden roses in their hands so they mm-hmm. can see them. And they can see how they perform and they can smell them. They can touch the petals. They can see what it's like to work with them. If you haven't worked with them before, going to a workshop is going to help make you more comfortable using exactly. them. So you're not afraid to, to take the chance and use them in your work if the opportunity presents itself. Or you want to try something upscale and something a little different than what you've done before, maybe. Yeah, definitely. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And the, I think seeing the, the rose like in front of me and then being able to touch the petal and to examine it closely, the color variation on the petals itself is just astonishing. Because you think like when you see a pink, it's not just pink. There's mm-hmm. a little bit of yellow. There's a little bit of green. There's a little bit of white. It's just so amazing to see that. And the thing is, when I'm creating my paper flowers, is just another way for me to elevate my roses compared mm-hmm. to another paper artist, just to add that variation, that little touches that, you know, sometimes you don't see, but overall you get that effect and it's just astounding. Yeah, there's a special dimension to garden roses because of those color variations in the petals. And, you know, sometimes we say no two garden roses are going to be exactly alike. They're they're very close, of course, but just those color variations in the petals everyone's a tiny bit different. Yeah. Same same general theme, but this one may have a little more white and a little more cream. And as you mentioned earlier, Jesse, it can be based on things like maybe the weather was a little colder last week in Bogota, or maybe the sun was shining a little more this week. And that will impact what the flower looks like when you get it in your hands. Yeah, that's from amazing. Your, from your wholesaler. Yeah. And so it's there, like I said, they always have their standard look and feel and color, but they're all going to be a tiny bit different. And that's kind yeah, of the beauty yeah. and the magic yeah. of garden roses. How would, let's say the 
regular Joe off the street be able to get their hands on your products? So there are a lot of florists who carry our garden roses and can get them for you. The thing we most recommend for just someone off the street who wants a beautiful arrangement is Mm -hmm. check in with your favorite florist Mm -hmm. and they should be able to get them from their floral wholesaler and put them into some kind of a beautiful arrangement for you. And we'll put the link for their site so you can see all the varieties of roses. It's just like you, as you said, you have more than 50 types of roses and it's just (laughs) overwhelming. But the colors, oh my gosh, it's so different from seeing it in photos and seeing it in person. It's just like, it takes it to the next level. It's amazing. I can't wait to show it to you. Actually, Teresa, tell us about the varieties. We talked about it before, sure. earlier, but I'm sure our listeners want, would be really interested to hear about mm-hmm. the varieties that you guys sure. carry. So we were now up to 60 about 60 varieties of garden roses and they are from breeders all over the world. We have Japanese garden roses, we have French varieties, German, Dutch, English. We've just got a really great mix of breeders that we work with all around the world growing these garden roses. So we separate our garden roses into four different collections and our first collection that I'll mention is the deluxe garden roses, which is kind of a mix of garden roses from those places like Spain and France and Germany and Holland. Beautiful, just so much variation within that collection. Great colors, great shapes. They're all different. They all have different fragrances. That's a really fun collection that has, I believe, 30 roses in in it. The next is, of course, David Austin Wedding Roses, which we're so proud to grow and have a great partnership with David Austin. We're the world's largest licensed grower of David Austin Wedding Roses. So we currently grow, I believe it's 15 of their varieties. And those are fabulous. Those are, you know, the highest quality garden roses in the world. They're just beautiful, great shapes, really that classic English garden style rose that a lot of people are familiar with when you think of a garden rose. Mm-hmm. That's a David, that's a David Austin rose. So those are beautiful. We also have two collections that are both from Japanese breeders. One is called Wabara. We like to think of that as, but we like to think of that as kind of the David Austin of Japan. Mm. They're they're very high quality garden roses. I believe we have three in that collection right now. You'll have to go to the website and take a look at the shapes. Those are just so unique. We've got a cup shape. We have one called Miyabi that's been incredibly popular. Great color variations, great shapes. It opens flat, almost all the way flat into like a plate shape. It's just incredible. And Senlitsu is the other one in that collection. Those are really, really special. Those are super hardy garden roses, super unique, great vase life, wonderful flowers. And our final collection is called the Princess Japanese Garden Rose Collection. And those all start with the name Princess, and then they have another name, Princess Aiko, Princess Sakura, Princess Miyuki. They all mean something in Mm. Japanese. Those, again, are fabulous. Lots of color variation, just lots of shapes and shades and tones that you don't typically see in the garden rose or even the rose market. So it's really exciting, about 60 varieties right now and just so much diversity Mm -hmm. and really, really a lot of special flowers in there. So amazing. So we're going to leak it out right now. So you know, <laughs> okay, follow me on Instagram. I've been telling people to save the date for mm-hmm. our Garden Rose Workshop. And we are so excited to be partnering up with Alexander Farms. And we will actually have examples of these beautiful roses in your hand that you can deconstruct, take apart, examine.
laminate. And then of course, here's our instructor lines. We have Jesse, of course. <laughs> we also have a corn of the Cobra Lily. We have Margie Keats of the lovely Av and myself. We're going to be teaching you how to make garden roses. And Alexander Farms is going to be really involved. They're going to pick each of the flowers. The instructor is going to recreate and show you how to make yourself. So you guys, put, you have your calendar out. <laughs> your calendar because we want you there. Because not only are you going to be able to see these really deluxe, amazing roses, but we're going to show you how to recreate it in paper form. And of course, Cart Finney is going to be there. One of the biggest things that we're going to be showing off is the 90 gram crepe paper, which, you mm -hmm. know, just got released. And so we're super excited to be able to show you how to use it in, in the way that Garden Roses will really show these paper off. So save the date, you guys the 26th of June, 27th and 28th. So not only are we doing this amazing workshop with Alexander Farms, but we're also having a huge book launch for Jesse Chu and Kate Alicorn for their two amazing books. And it's going to be incredible. I'm just excited. <laughs> we're so really, we're really excited to be involved with this too. It'll be great to send some garden roses, get them in the hands of, of your artists there and just see the amazing flowers that you guys are going to create. It's really exciting for us too. To get more sneak peeks. Oh my gosh, you guys. So um, <laughs> in April, I will actually be going to the farm in Colombia, Bogota. And it's been a special invitation. I feel so honored to be invited by you. We're super excited to have you, Quinn. Thank you so much. And so I will be giving you sneak peeks of all the different <laughs> roses, how they're being grown, some variations, and so much information, so much education that I would love to share with all of you. So make sure that we'll definitely be talking about it, doing a podcast. We'll be talking to the owners. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's going to be really fun to take you around. You know, we're going to take you into all of the greenhouses where all of the roses are grown, and we're going to take you in to see some of those trial varieties I talked about earlier too. Oh my gosh. So I can't wait to see your part. favorite oh one. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> How long, are these, how long are these tours normally? How many days are they? So usually what we do when we have a group come down to the farm, we, we all fly in together on the same day and we spend two days at the farm looking at trial varieties, looking at the greenhouses, educating about how they're grown, answering questions, taking pictures then visiting our post-harvest area, just kind of seeing how the whole operation runs and how many hands it, it takes to get, you know, to get the garden rose to the end consumer, the florist or the wholesaler or the general public who buys an arrangement with the flowers. We love to share that part of it. So we, it's about two days at the farm. And then we usually spend a day in Bogota, getting to see the city and, you know, learning a little bit about the history of the area. And there's a big flower culture there and a lot of different types of flowers are grown in the savannah of Bogota. So we're just one of them, but we, we like to share a little bit of the area with people too. So they're usually two or three day trips, depending where people are coming from. And then we all fly out together on the same day oh as well. Gosh. Yay. I can't wait. That's so exciting. I'm going to live vicariously through you. Yes. <laughs> I will try to share as much as I can. I will document. It's a once in a lifetime oh, for opportunity sure. for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And if you want to get a sneak peek, you can go to our Instagram account as well. We do have a couple Instagram stories that are saved as highlights on our profile where I do give a little bit of a tour of the farm. So if you can't make it to the farm, <laughs> you can at least see it that way. But it's going to be fun to follow along and watch watch what Quinn does and just how yeah. she takes in the experience yeah, exactly. and shares it. 
it's going to be great. Well, Kim has such a bubbly personality and she gets I super know. excited. When she's super excited, she can't hide it. So I know, it's I really infectious. <laughs> it's really infectious. So her lives are fantastic. It's very infectious. I think that's why I liked you so much, Quinn, when we, when we met you. Oh my gosh, what fun. How often do you do these group tours and when did they start? Like when when did you start giving these tours, I should say? For our tours, we, we don't do very many of them, I'll say. You know, we've always been open to having our customers come to the farm. Of course, people who are selling our flowers, we want them to come and see. But in the past few years, we've seen that it's a great way to connect with people who are actually using our flowers and people who are talking about our flowers. The more you can see something, the better informed you're going to be, of course, and then the better you can share it with other people. Mm -hmm. So one thing we do is every year we run something that we call our Garden Rose Design Contest, and it's open to anyone anywhere in the world. We have a couple different categories that we ask you to submit photos of designs you've created that use our garden roses. Actually, any garden roses that you want to use is fine. And we choose a first place winner in each category. And that first place winner gets to come to our farm for, I think it's three day trip and they bring a guest. And so we host them sometime in the spring every year. The contest is usually open March or April through June or July. The day the contest is open every spring and we accept the entries. And then we have a great panel of judges who review all of the submissions, choose the winners. And then those winners are invited to our farm the following spring for a trip. So we don't necessarily do public tours, but we do like to have people come to the farm who we work with closely so we can really show them what we're doing and have them understand. And just, mm-hmm. it's fun to bring people in to have that experience mm-hmm. together at the farm. Pretty sure. And I'm sure they're, yeah, I'm sure they're excited as well. And they would love to see the behind the scenes. And like you said, the more they know about how that product is, is grown and produced mm-hmm. and all of that, the more interested, enthusiastic and attached, I think, to that product they would be. Sure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's oh, so excited for you, Quinn. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the images from your Instagram account, oh, they're just they're so beautiful. I can only imagine in real life that they're 10 times beautiful. You know, I'm, I'm just waiting for someone to invent smell-o-vision for yeah, our Instagram oh account. Right. We need it. <laughs> yeah. We need that it. That would be, oh, that's <sighs> like the other half of the flower, right? If not right. more, I don't know. I mean, we, we don't work with scent, unfortunately. Yes. But I mean, <laughs> if we did, that would add so much more character to our mm-hmm. work as well. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, one opportunity that I should mention as a way for people to see our flowers if they don't come to the farm or they can't attend a workshop is we do set up displays at a lot of the big floral trade shows in the U.S. So things like World Floral Expo, which is happening in New York City in March, different shows at wholesalers around the country. Those are great opportunities if you are a florist who buys from a wholesaler or you live in one of the cities where these big trade expos are, go to those because that's Mm -hmm. a great way to see the product and get your hand on it and you can take all the photos and videos you want <laughs> and really examine. Now, if you want to take that home and be able to create a flower from it, I think those trade shows are a great way to actually go see the product if you're not able to see it otherwise. Yeah, oh, definitely. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. That's good to know because most of us aren't in the floral industry, but some of us are business owners 
so we do have business licenses that would allow us to go into these trade shows and yeah perfect you know explore yeah you can and always order alexander farm roses through the wholesale florist mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. make sure that you name drop the alexander farm <laughs> i want those specific roses. yes because <laughs> <laughs> i know i do <laughs> yeah i would say our flowers truly are available in every major floral market around the world we ship everywhere and if your wholesaler doesn't carry our garden roses they certainly it's an easy enough thing to get set up that but we do ship to every major market so our flowers are available all over the world and they're not too difficult to get your hands on if you speak with your floral wholesaler so if you are interested in our garden rose design contest it will be opening in may this year and you can watch our social media accounts it's alexander farms on both facebook instagram well and pinterest and youtube and twitter we have the same handle just at alexander farms and we share a lot of great photos there a lot of great information about our flowers as well so that's a good resource also if you are building a flower from paper, our website would be a really helpful tool for you. We list things like petal count. We list the cup shape and size there. We list all of the different colors that are found in the bloom. We've started to list now Pantone numbers for the different colors that are in the bloom. So that kind of stuff could really help you if you're trying to find an exact match for a shade or want to know about how many petals if it's really tightly packed yeah. or more loosely packed so that could be a really helpful resource mm-hmm. well, and that's just oh, www.alexanderfarms.com sure. wonderful thank you yeah thank yeah. you so much for oh sharing all that i can't us. wait for the workshop it's going to oh be amazing it's gonna yeah. be great yeah. the scent yeah. is just gonna be like the whole, people are gonna <laughs> leave that workshop remembering that scent yes right we yeah. always say at a trade show, you can always find our booth because you can't miss it. <laughs> you'll smell the fragrance as soon as you walk in and you just follow your nose and you'll find our booth. Oh my, oh my gosh. So amazing. I know. So make sure you guys save the date, June 26, 27, 28. That's when the Garden Rose Workshop is going to be happening in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And we already have the venue picked out and we have so many amazing surprises. We'll be leaking them out in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. More details and how you can go about getting tickets for this yeah it's gonna be I'm so excited I know, I know. <laughs> well, hopefully Teresa you'll be there yeah. I hope so yeah <laughs> we would love to have you like more involved and meet you and have mm. you meet all of our fellow paper florists community as well it would be great the paper flower community is so talented when I first met Quinn she was showing me a lot of images of of designs and different flowers that people had created and I was truly just blown away at the talent and the ability to recreate all of the tiny details that are in a flower. It's just, it's unbelievable to me how, how realistic they look. It's, <laughs> it's, it's very, very cool. And it's definitely a skill set that I don't have. <laughs> just, I'm, I'm just very impressed every time I, I scroll through images of the flowers. So it would be an honor to be able to come and watch people actually create. We have so much fun. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. You will. We will for sure. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you, Teresa. And just everything. Well, thank you for having me on. Thanks for your interest. And if people have any questions, they can certainly just reach out to us on any of our channels. I'm happy to answer any questions or talk to anybody about Garden Roses. Wonderful. Thank you. And I can't yeah, wait to you. have you at the farm, Quinn. And Jesse <laughs> might be sneaking into your suitcase, I think. <laughs> I'll swing my Canada empty way, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs>